0: I'll just do i just we just do a little intro and then we get straight into it um hey guys welcome to the live live play podcast i'm your host stephen kinsler and today i have the honor of having ireland's fittest female emma mcquaid with us emma welcome to the show thank you so uh firstly uh emma you're, you've been down with us doing um a workshop uh, and again, thank you for coming down. Our guys took a lot away from it. And then we had guys from around the, the country coming down and like like so James and stuff like that, who are like kind of decent, like decent athletes in the, on the Irish circuit. And uh, just, and even he was saying that like, you always learn from someone that is just the next level up from you. And there's always a lot to take away. So from our novice members to someone that actively competes in an OREX division, it was pretty good to get the feel like quick feedback and I'll get more over the next few days from them um how was it for you just coaching workshops do you like coaching them and stuff like that? obviously you don't mind them because you do yeah. them um
1: but how'd you find today and um, no like i absolutely love doing workshops and um, i started doing them probably about three years ago and um, it was just something have on the side from Mm. like obviously i just pt regular people daily Mm. um so i don't really i'm not really involved in crossfit yeah uh, that much so i was kind of like frick this could be actually a good way to get involved with crossfit a wee bit more um and then i've done like obviously quite a few over over this last three years and then just like about a year ago i started programming a couple of the guys in crossfit berserk Mm. and then they were just like here you should actually maybe Program for people and I was like, nah, I don't really think I'm good enough. And they were like, okay, well, sure, let's do a year, see how we go. Yeah. Um, and uh, we kind of used Ian Kelly as like a <clears throat> a dummy. <laughs> yeah. For a year and um, he got his best ever finish last year in the Open, uh, which was actually it was it was really good to see obviously first hand like off a year of coaching me yeah. a year of me coaching him. Um, and, like he's probably one of like the first CrossFitters. Like, he doing been CrossFit for ten years, so mm. it's quite nice to see him improve you know, in so much so in, much yeah. in one year. Um so then I was like, right, I actually think like doing more of these workshops is gonna benefit so many more people. So I really enjoy just like giving the knowledge, like the pros, pros and cons, what I've learned, and yeah. then probably my failures as well. And like maybe just don't do that. Um yeah. so it's like it's, it's sharing both sides of the story to people, like just to try and help help them get better with their journey.
0: Mm. Um and so going from like stepping into that and as you said you weren't very like you weren't sure if it was what you should be doing like yeah. programming how have you found the evolution over the year of programming from probably starting it to what you see now when you're looking at the athletes how has that changed for you even with Eamon, and how has it changed what you're designing for him
1: yeah like <clears throat> like it's the same with everything like even like with your class programming you know you probably look back at it you know whenever you first started and you're oh, like yeah. what? what was i programming yeah. um you know like every year it always evolves and it's just evolving with it and like keep evolving with the sport mm. um and i think the biggest thing is um like just be open-minded Um, yeah. there's no one way there's no right way and there's no wrong way um so like i like obviously my coaches james actually
0: um i met james once he had a a go up my hips yeah i think it was a tough hour for him um
1: Uh, so like i quite like his approach in the training so we kind of like break break crossfit down Mm. um a wee bit more and i've kind of brought that style of coaching into how i program yeah um but i also like i keep an eye like i love um phil heskett's prepared programming like he's Hardcore CrossFit, yeah. um. So like I love like some of his like conditioning pieces and stuff like that. Um. <clears throat> so I would like take ideas as well from other coaches. Yeah. So like, and I'm always listening, and um, the different podcasts, and you're always keeping an eye on different strength and conditioning like mm. vlogs, YouTube videos, and stuff like that there, because um, and the plyometric. I love watching like plyometric training. Yeah. You nowadays like um, like the American footballers. Some of their speed training is just like absolutely amazing. Um, and within crossfit i don't think we do enough twisting and turning yeah and um, so it's all very that,
0: up down up and down Boom.
1: yeah so um it's quite good just to add that si- that side of things in like my guys were like why are we doing these skiers you know yeah. like jumping side to side and um but i was like why not
0: and eventually because <laughs> as, 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 as crossfit evolves you see every year they add new stuff yeah And then athletes go. Yeah, but well, like, like the zigzag
1: race <clears throat> at, at the Games, like if you can't turn from the side yeah. to explode off. And I'm like, well, this is why we're doing the skiers. Like, because um, it goes from the Games down, like every competition. So like the, the Games had the ruck. Um, how many times has the and ruck r- yeah, featured? You know, even like if you look at like Filthy 150, um, you know, like they're using different exercises yeah. now. Like <clears throat> it, it all comes from the Games down. So it's only a matter of time before... Irish Fitness Championship uses the zigzag, yeah. You know, it's very easy setup, it's like mm. three cones per athlete. And um, so, stuff like that, there is just trying to be creative all the time and keep with the times,
0: yeah. And you are obviously, we've just talking about coaching and stuff like that, but you're also the athlete, yeah. All right, and um, you are going back to the games. How was your first games experience like being there? With, like, I know you you've trained with a lot of like top athletes and anyway, uh going at that, but but just being at the games itself, like being on that field or on the floor, kind of how was, like your first instinct when you walked on, like how was that for you?
1: Yeah, like it was, it was just so surreal. Um, that's what I kind of said. Probably, I probably didn't like take it all in the first year
0: because there's so much. Like yeah, so you're it's it's happening, but you're not really getting yeah. to enjoy it, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So um like i do really look forward to going back to this year i think like the first year it was just like this is actually happening yeah i'm actually here Um, you know because obviously i've wanted for so long mm-hmm. and just missed out so many times and um <clears throat> so probably just didn't take it all in um yeah. but obviously like it was just absolutely amazing being out on the out on the floor for the first time being in the coliseum and stuff to get there. so it was it was awesome
0: and yes you said you're going back this year Obviously, with what's going on now, your 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 uh, comp, um, the West, West, West Classic. the Classic's been postponed, and all of that. Um, and when we spoke about this just briefly off camera, but that your your training's changed slightly, but like naturally, you're still kind of just training away, working yourself towards the games. And what is obviously the goal? Obviously, the goal of every competition is to pre- place well. Yeah. But how do you feel? This year heading to the games versus last year heading to the games.
1: Um, it's kind of those things you don't really know where you're at till you get there. Mm. Um, like I don't really know. Like I've obviously West Coast Classic announced two workouts mm. uh, prior to um <clears throat> the event. Um, so it was Thursday morning. Um, I went and tested both workouts yeah. with a couple of the guys down across at Berserk and like the first one was the regional snatch slotter from 2016 so it was really really good to like obviously beat my 2016 time yeah i know people say like oh you should beat it because it's four years later but like 10 8 6 4 2 squat snatch starting at 60 kilos and then 80 kilos mm. like no matter what that's gonna humble you mm. um <laughs> so like i have had like a terrible wrist injury for this past two years um so snatching sometimes just isn't it
0: doesn't feel good
1: i can't do it mm. um so i haven't really snatched much from filthy 150 and um, so like that 80 kilo bar was like heavy yeah. <laughs> um and the 60 kilo bar was heavy to be fair Um, so to pb that after this past like on and off for two years mm. a wrist injury yeah. Um, was absolutely amazing and like I was so excited, um. So like to, and then like I literally phoned my coach as the eighty kilo bar touched the floor. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, um. Like I finished it, um. You know, and I was just like, I was so excited because I was like on the floor, mm. like you've just got this like super power. Like to do it in training mm. is okay, but I know I perform so much better right, on, the on the floor. Yeah, and I was just like, I think we agreed if I beat my. <laughs> my time, I was like, I'm going Soviet on the day. I was like, you wait and see and he was like, Right, let's put a bet on it and uh I was like, right, I was like, um I said I had to program him for a full day okay. and he had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I didn't if I didn't beat Soviet, um so we put a bet on it was quite funny. Um and then obviously we did the games, the second workout was the games uh, legless rope climb workout, yeah. which um in the past legless rope climbs in workouts Destroy me mm. um, every year at regionals. That was generally my worst place finish, Um, so that was really cool. Like, because obviously, you're only comparing against the game scores that yeah. you had, but um, I think like I was a minute and a half faster than anyone at the games that year. Okay, and um, so I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to hit this workout! Yeah. And like, we only had like 20 minutes rest between the snacks ladder and that. So, so that's it's a good, like, like yeah. it's
0: just your recovery time, and then being able yeah. to go and then PB again is so, like, pretty impressive.
1: On the day, I was like, and again, like, I was messaging Joyce, I was like, yes, we've got this, you know? Yeah. Not that I was going to go and win at West Coast Classic. But you were but confident I was, going into what yeah, you had to do. Yeah, I was confident, like, <laughs> feeling like, I'm going to go here and perform. Mm. Um, and obviously, like, we were just using West Coast as a training weekend. Mm. Uh, we were not peaking, we were not even tapering or anything. Um, so to feel good... Like yeah sort of like nine days out from competition I was just starting to get really excited but we're gonna just keep the momentum going as I chatted about earlier the only change will be we'll not be doing a wad every yeah. day because I don't need to do a wad every day now so we'll just drop the wad and just keep the skill, yeah. keep the strength, keep the cardio going and then hopefully all being well readdress at Madrid mm-hmm. that's potentially hopefully the next one kind of see where competition practice lies there and then we'll have eight weeks
0: to build for the games. Yes. So Cool. And just because uh, I know we're we're, we're going to keep this sh- uh, podcast short, uh, so I just got like one or two more. Um, I watched you an interview on RTE, and I've heard it been said before, but I think you articulated it better. And I'd like you to kind of, for anyone never seen it, obviously you could check it RTE. But when someone asked you, I think one of the presenters asked you how you become the fittest. And you said, you have to be able to hurt more than the other person. And I've never, I, I've never heard it said like that. I was like, you have to be faster, and you have to be stronger, you have to be just built better. And I was like, no, you have to be able to hurt more. And to me, cause I like nowhere near at a high level, but I know what hurting feels like when you do a horrible workout and you're on the floor and you're rolling around and you just don't, you're like questioning life. Um, so how, how do you train your brain or your mind or how have you learned to just suffer which is pretty much what it is yeah been able to just keep going like your open workout that snatch and burpee workout i watched that i tried that and i was like (laughs) i'm gonna be pretty i was like yeah i'm gonna do this i died so badly it was horrendous uh but yeah so for how to like when you go to a workout and you know it's just going to be like what because most people go I'm going to start peeling back now Because yeah. I'm, I'm done but you're, you're keep going keep going Like, how does that work for
1: you um i think like i think that's where like we, we chatted out in the seminar like i probably came from the worst sporting background um to be good at crossfit uh, in terms of mobility wise mm. uh quad racing you're sitting on a quad bike with boots fixed tight ankles tight hips uh, rounded shoulders, yeah. Uh, vibration through your neck for twenty years, which <laughs> doesn't help your nerves. Um, but I think it gives me a really strong mentality because you're on a quad bike that weighs three hundred kilos. Yeah. If you do not like keep pushing, you're gonna fall off. Yeah. And you're not just gonna break a bone. You could it, yeah. break a bone, or like I've lost friends. Mm. Um. So I have like I've friends have died so like it's actually like yeah, it's, you can get seriously hurt
0: so you have to be in so
1: like you're on that quad in a 20 minute race and you have to you have to mentally finish it Yeah. race so it is like there's been times both of my knees have been bleeding so it is my hands have been bleeding with blisters so I have um like I fell off in the middle of a race one time I got concussion like my helmet was split in two like I got back on the quad and I finished like Okay. You know, the, you just have a sick mentality on the quad? Like you, you fall off in the first corner and you're dead last, and you yeah. just run over by four other quads, but you'll get back on the quad and you'll finish the race. Yeah. You know, so so crossfit
0: um, a bit of a breeze then for you.
1: It's it's just a different mindset. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like another race before. Mm. Like I was, um, obviously like there's stones on the track. Mm. Like I remember I was bruised every single part of my body was bruised because i sat behind a quad for 20 minutes and i yeah. couldn't get past and every stone from that quad hit me it i've got like uh, eight stitches no through this eyebrow eight stitches through that eyebrow where a stone split me open so i did like and the blood just was pissing down me like i came in and the quad was full of blood and everything was full of blood yeah and i was like you just finished the race like so sometimes you know so i just think like the mentality to finish that race yeah like, was like,
0: like
1: you just i don't know you just want it to finish you want mm-hmm. to finish you want to finish well yeah um and then you go into your crossfit workout and you're like well
0: you just finish it you have to just finish car- it. it carries over yeah no that's so, um that's interesting because it's a i suppose it's a mindset that in quad racing that's just i i'm assuming a given that you get on you got to do it you got to finish it and if you don't you could seriously hurt yourself so it's in yeah. your best interest to yeah. hold on tight and do everything you have to do to get to the end
1: well as a kid like yeah. your mentality was well i want to finish this race because i really want to impress like you want to impress your mom and dad mm. always as a child like that they're your heroes so like i started racing when i was six Mm. and like my dad laughed i was in the e final for emma (laughs) so a b c d e so like it was quite far down um you know so then like that was like a rolling joke like in my first couple of races Mm. like i was in the e e for emma um and then obviously like you started to chip away and you started getting to the b final and then you're finally in the a final um and then you were just like you know dad was like i'll get you a new set of tires if you finish here okay like, oh <laughs> this is cool i'll get you new stickers for your quad if you finish here and then i was like here my fi- i'm starting to get here prizes yeah, you know yeah. so then it was like um so then like you know after a year or so on the quad you know dad would have said i'll get you some new kit and like who doesn't want new gear right, exactly. <laughs> you know it's the yeah. same as cross if you get new shoes it's like oh yeah <laughs> um so like stuff we got there so i was like i want to i want to do well because like my dad's buzzing here like and you can see all the work that your family's putting into the sport mm. um so yeah i think like it all just transfers over you want to yeah. do well yeah. and you want to kind of impress people as well so like so it's, it's well, that's good
0: I like, i like i like the obviously there's an incentive yeah. and i I do believe like sport is competitive and i think people there is a like i know people say oh, inclusivity and all that and it's a whole different conversation but i i like the idea that it was like just you you chipped away you kept moving and then there was well because it there's a was a drive to like well you're going to get some new care i said like, yeah. well, i'm going to work a little bit harder because yeah you're going to get a little bit more care and that's human nature i suppose at a point yeah um so yeah, your, your your mental resolve was was built over over years, and I suppose it's something that I think is kind of lost in the generation. I think a lot of people should, like in sports, should be, not like not aggressively pushed, but pushed to the point where yeah. they have to suffer a little bit so yeah. they learn. Because we we only learn from suffering a little. We only yeah. get better by stressing the body and mentally get like get stronger because we 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 kind of go through a stressed element in yeah. our life something bad happened or like we have to, had to with adversity and then we had to get over that and get through that it makes you a stronger person and i think that's a great takeaway for anyone listening to this and it's kind of what we teach our kids and i'll definitely let this be a kid-friendly show on youtube so they can listen to it because yeah. some of our shows can't be yeah. <laughs> uh they're not kid friendly but um emma uh firstly where can people for someone that doesn't know of you. Where can they find you because I'm sure most people know of you in the CrossFit community. Uh I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um but like what uh, can people can we put your link uh for Instagram and stuff on yeah, the show sure. notes?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh what's your handle?
1: Um Queer 175
0: Okay, so we'll put that in the show notes guys. Uh thank you for being on the show and guys if you're listening please like and subscribe uh leave a positive comment if you'd like us to talk about anything or if you want to like find out what Emma's doing and support her going to the CrossFit Games this year uh don't forget to check out her Instagram and give her a follow and we are done perfect perfect
1: thank you cool perfect
0: So.